The scripture today comes from Proverbs chapter 8, verses 22 to 36. The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his work, the first of his acts of old. Ages ago, I was set up at the first, before the beginning of the earth. When there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there was no springs abounding with water, before the mountains had been shaped, before the hills I was brought forth, before he had made the earth and its fields, or the first of the dust of the world. When he established the heavens, I was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep, when he made the firm the skies above, when he established the mountains of the deep, when he assigned to the sea its limits, so that the waters might not transgress his command. When he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him, like a master workman, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing before him always, rejoicing in his inhabited world, and delighting in the children of man. And now, O sons, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Hear instructions and be wise, and do not neglect it. Blessed is the one who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, waiting beside my doors. For whoever finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. But he who fails to find me injures himself. All who hate me love death. Let me ask one question. What is the most important, essential, and fundamental of our life, your life? Is your life, or is God we worship? Why do we care? If it is our life, our life is too short. If it is God, the infinite, why do we, the finite, care? Why? Why do we care? Because we are made by God, the immortal, with the same substance, the image of God. That's why. So our, for our question, the Holy Bible answers, it is in the beginning. So in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, it says, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. In the beginning, there was creation, the action of God. So God's creation is the most important, essential, and fundamental. And in John chapter 1, verse 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word 
was God. So in the beginning, there was the word, the Logos. Word was God. And we know the word became flesh. That is Jesus Christ. So the word Logos, Jesus Christ, is the most important, essential, and fundamental. And today's scripture from the Proverbs says, The Lord possessed me, the wisdom, at the beginning of his work, the first of his acts of old. So in the beginning, there was wisdom. But wisdom was not self-contained. But God begotten the wisdom. But with the wisdom, God created all things out of nothing. Established the order for the chaos from emptiness to fullness. So the wisdom is the most important, essential, and fundamental. But the world of science wants to prove it. They demand proof. What was in the beginning? So science claimed there was a Big Bang. Even though they can't, cannot prove it. But they believe there was no God, but there was a Big Bang. But God proved himself. God proved himself every breath we take, every step we make, every view we see. Right? So the Holy Bible does not try to prove God. But under the premise of God is true and fact, the Holy Bible proclaims how to live by the principle of God, the creation, the word, and wisdom. The Bible encourages us to live God's intention, not as a coincidence. Living under God's sovereignty, not under the power of the world. The power of people. So as a creation, we must respond to God by awe and wonder and fear. So we should ask ourselves every day, am I standing in awe of God? Are you wondered by God's creation? Am I, are we in fear of the Lord? Constantly we should ask ourselves. So, if I write a Bible, I can say just, wow. That's all the gospel, the Holy Bible, require us to say, wow. To the sunrise, to the sunset, the stars and flowers and rivers and oceans and mountains and birds and trees and people. We just say, wow. That is the message of God. 
But the people in the world are unable to say, wow. They don't admire the creation of God. They don't admire the you know, wisdom and the word of God anymore. They try to alter the Bible even. The doctrine for 2,000 years. Even just for New Testament, for 2,000 years doctrine, they try to change it. So they have no wonder, awe or fear of God. But people say, wow, for the mere sports car, right? Like designer clothing or limited edition like sneakers. Or they're just dream house. Wow! Etc. Without God, without wow, we become impoverished and famished and will die. And people die and are dying. Because they are unable to say wow. The life without wow, without God, without wisdom, they die. But if we gaze on God and able to say wow, wow, then we become rich and be full and live the life, the eternal and true. You know we are homo erectus. Right? We walk upright. Animals don't. Why? Why we upright, stand upright? God created us to look up, gaze up on God. But many people crawl. Many people crawl, walking like animals. To look for things on earth and things what people make or what people do. They gave up. They give up being homo erectus. They can say, wow. And we are also Cromdell. In Latin, it means. Before God, before God, we stand in front of God. That's who we are, Kuramdeo. But we don't just stand and walk, but we are living in front of God. So theologian named R.C. Sproul said, Kuramdeo means Christian living in the presence of God, under the authority of and to the honor and glory of God. That's how we stand before God. Being Koramdeo. Remember, you are the honor of God. I am the glory of God. They are the joy of God. So we all must say, wow. Remember, 
Even God said, wow. When God created everything, every time God said, wow. God saw that it is good. It is good. That's wow. In Hebrew, that's good. Excellent. God responds to us, wow. Wow, DJ. Wow, Joanne. Wow, Dennis. Wow. Why? Because God is in us. God's joy in us. So every creature is wow to God, joy to God, excellent to God. So if we remember that, if we acknowledge that, we cannot live thoughtlessly, carelessly, recklessly, or violently, or depressingly. Right? We can't be vain, empty, chaos, violent, despair, or resentful. Yes, when we look down, when we look down, our heart despair, broken, hopeless. That's why we have to we have to strive to look up, stand and look up. I told you we are must overcome the gravity of sin. The sin just continues, continu- continuously pulls us down, but the Christian journey is about stand up, overcome the gravity, and have the lift, the power Jesus gave us. So we can rise and fly. So prophet Isaiah said, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. And they will walk and not be faint. What Isaiah is saying in the vision is the Israelites, the captives, the the prisoner of war, exile in Babylon, they will be returned. It's not good. Seventy years of in prison in Babylon. They're returning home thousands of miles by walking. That's how Isaiah see. But Isaiah encouraged people, Israelites, to you have hope. Have the hope in the Lord. Even you are returning home. You know what? After 70 years living in Babylon was awesome. Actually, they really made a good, living good. Jewish people living good in, in Babylon after 70 years. So they had to give up all the, you know, glamorous, you know, you know, prosperity of Babylon and they have to return. So actually, a lot of people remain, stay there. But those people returning home, they were weary, exhausted, no hope. Now they're on the Persian Empire, still they're like colonies. But we, when we have a hope in the Lord, they'll be like a wing of eagles, soaring. So the proverb says, Then I was beside him, God, like a master workman, and I was daily his delight. 
rejoicing before him always, rejoicing in his inhabited world, and delighting in the children of man. See? There's a joy in the wisdom. There's a delight in God's creation with wisdom. So our purpose is finding joy in every creation, in every people, and help other people to find the God's joy in them. And even we must protect or restore people and the nature to be joyful. To be joyful. So we and the all earth can make a joyful noise to the Lord. So the proverb says, For whoever finds life and obtains favor from the Lord, but he who fails to find me injures himself. All who hate me love death. That's it. Abiding wisdom and finding joy is living. That's a living. Real living. But hating wisdom, living without joy, is being dead. They're living but dead. Sisters and brothers in Christ, what is the most important, essential, and fundamental of your life today? It is in the beginning of God, the Word and the wisdom and the creation. Not the clueless Big Bang or our life without purpose or meaning today. Remember the book of Revelation testifies that when Jesus returned, he will say, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the end, the last, the beginning and the end. He means he's all in all, beginning and the end. We are called to be the church, the body of Christ. So we have to show the world, testify to the Lord, to the world, Jesus, all in all. Who is all in all? The beginning and the end. You know, the world may deny the God in creation long, long time ago. We can't even understand. But they cannot deny you. They cannot deny me. They cannot deny First Church. We are here. We are in front of them. We are here. You are we are in front of. They cannot deny us. Then we can make a joyful noise to the Lord. Make a joyful noise to the Lord and finding joy in the other people and delight with them. That's it. Right. The life is suffering. Life is, you know, Christian journey is like a, the, the way to the Golgotha, to the cross. But it shouldn't be painful. It shouldn't be like agonizing journey, right? We have to joy. We have to have joy. We have to have this joy. 
that joy for three centuries of you know, persecution in the Roman Empire. They turned the entire empire upside down. So they became Christians. After 300 years of persecution, friends, we are living under persecution. Church is under persecution today, even in our country. But don't be in despair. Like I told you, like the full moon comes, eventually the full moon comes. It will come. The Lord, the day of the Lord will come, and you will be changed. The Lord will revive church. The Lord rejuvenate church to be church. We learned that from 2,000 cycle of years of cycle of church history. So trust the Lord. Be joyful and delightful because I am the joy and you are the honor and we are the glory of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen.